0: Welcome to Face Your Fears with Jordan Spears, and I'm Jordan Spears, and we're going to Face Your Fears, uh, specifically if you're afraid of tonight's movie, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. The Revenge of Michael Myers, Halloween 5, (laughs) alright. So this came out in 1989, so they pushed this one out pretty quick after Halloween 4, um, And, like, I don't know. I know I've seen it, like, in the last probably five years. Um, And literally the only thing I can remember about it is that Michael killed somebody with a scythe. And I only know that because he didn't kill anybody with a scythe in the fourth one. So it's got to happen in this one. And uh, I also remember that they totally dropped the cool plot line introduced at the end of Halloween 4. Where you're like, oh, man. Is uh, Daniel Harris... Gonna pick up the knife? Is she gonna be the next Michael Myers? I'm pretty sure they're just like, nah, we're gonna not have that go anywhere and not even talk about it. Um So that could be the situation, which is just real cool. Uh because <laughs> it would have been a, a cool uh you know hook for the fifth movie. Um okay. I think they introduced like a psychic link between uh Jamie uh Lloyd and Michael Myers in this one, you know, that classic link between a random, like, niece and her uncle that has tried to murder her, uh, you know how it goes, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this movie is, I am not super duper hopeful, uh, but hey, if if there's at least like a couple of cool kills, I'll be happy. I know Donald Pleasance is back. Daniel Harris is back, obviously. Um Not sure if anyone else is in it. Uh I know K and B Effects did the special effects for this one. So I mean, they always do good stuff, so At the very least, the gore will look cool, if there's a lot of gore. I'm pretty sure this is also one of the movies where Michael's mask looks really goofy. um, Because they all kind of tend to start looking goofy uh, after the first couple. And I'm pretty sure that trend continues here. But who knows, maybe I'll be like, wow, the Halloween 5 mask is great. But, you know, not holding my breath. Anyway, on to the movie. Alright, so I am 26 minutes in. Uh, Oh, also, by the way, I decided to go back to the other way of doing the podcast because it just is a little bit more fun for me. Uh, So anyway, 26 minutes in, and uh, the movie starts off with a bit of a recap of uh, the fourth one, the end of the fourth one. So you see Michael get shot 100,000 times and fall down a mineshaft, but that's okay because, you know, hit the bottom, And then there was a little tunnel that he crawled through and it's, it's fine. He's, he's okay. Uh, the police threw dynamite down the mine shaft, which made him like roll into a raging river. And then he just kind of floated downstream for a while until, uh, he washed up, uh, next to a weird hermit's shack who apparently, um, took him in like, uh, Bride of Frankenstein style, I guess, you know. He, (laughs) dude, just was like, alright, well, strange, terrifying masked man, you can, you can live here. Uh, and then the movie jumps ahead a year. And, um, yeah, so, so this random person took care of Michael Myers for a year, who, I guess, was in a coma? Uh, It's, it's a little unclear. Um, Because Michael ends up waking up and uh, killing the guy, so I assume he was in a coma. Or just like a year later, he decided to snap, which is also fair. Um, Jamie Lloyd, played by Danielle Harris, is back. And uh, for whatever reason, she's mute in this movie, at least so far. Uh, Weird decision. I don't understand it. I guess she was just so traumatized from the fourth movie that... Now she can't talk. Um, uh, Donald Pleasance is back as uh, Loomis, and he's he's still real unhinged. Uh, seems like Jamie is living in like a uh, like a psychiatric home for kids. Uh, that Loomis also seems to just hang out at. Uh, so that's neat. <laughs> uh, her like kind of sister rachel is still around um but it doesn't matter because she gets killed in the first 20 minutes she gets stabbed to death with scissors just like uh jamie used on her mom at the end of the fourth, or mom in quotation marks uh at the end of the fourth movie so you know look at that well a little bit of a callback speaking of callbacks they haven't really talked about the fact that uh, Jamie stabbed her mom at the end of the fourth movie. It just seems like uh, everybody just didn't care. <laughs> so cool. Um, so, you know, that's that's where I'm at uh, so far. Oh, also, ooh, very mysterious. Um, Michael Myers has a tattoo on his wrist. Uh, And it's like a line with a a little triangle coming off of it, like a thorn. And, uh, spoilers, it's called the Thorn Tattoo, or the Mark of Thorn, or whatever, uh, as we'll find out in the sixth movie. And uh, I don't really know if it's referenced at all anymore in this one, but it's there. Uh, So, you know, planting those seeds, I guess. Uh, also, I was correct. Uh, Michael Myers' mask in this one looks very stupid. Um, it kind of looks like if an AI made an image of Nicholas Cage. It looks very strange. It doesn't look anything like the other Michael Myers masks. I, I It just looks kind of funny. So, I'm excited to see Goofy Michael just stumbling around so that'll be good um oh so this movie takes place or it starts at least on uh, October 30th so Michael's killing people the day before Halloween during the daytime so that's kind of interesting uh you know mixing it up a little bit I guess which is uh fun but uh yeah that's uh that's that's where we're at so far so let's keep on keeping on Oh yeah, and uh, I forgot to mention that yeah, uh, Jamie Lloyd is totally having psychic visions uh, where she's seeing things through Michael's eyes for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, she wasn't really doing that in the first movie, but you know, I guess I guess now she's psychic. Uh, so she just freaks out and uh, has a really bad time uh, periodically. So that's <laughs> that's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know why they decided to make all these, like, huge changes. Um, they really should have just kept that momentum going with, uh, the ending of the fourth one, but whatever. Um, (laughs) maybe they just didn't want to have, like, a 12-year-old serial killer running around. I don't, well, I don't know, because this is, like, a post-Chucky world, so, uh, they could, they could make a little uh, killer work. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, now I'm back. Now I'm going back to the movie. Alright, so I'm 37 minutes in, and I just had to come back because I have more things to say. Uh, so if Michael Myers wasn't the killer in this movie, and it just had Loomis in it, he would absolutely be the villain of this film. he's gotten more and more unhinged as the, uh, series has gone on, which I guess is fair, uh, but, man, he is just screaming at children in this movie, like, and, (laughs) I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know, it's, uh, it's pretty ridiculous, he's, he's just screaming at kids, and being insane, and, uh, it's kind of fun that he's just walking around with a gun, just, Yell it to people? I... <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, also, I forgot to mention that the police in this movie have, like, a theme song that's, like, squeaky clown noises, which is weird. Uh, I for- completely forgot about that, but I guess, yet again, kind of fair, since the cops have done nothing to stop Michael Myers. Uh... Well, I mean, I guess they've, like, temporarily stopped him. Actually, well, let's see. Mm, yeah, not really, actually. Yeah, they they just killed a kid in part two, and... You know, Loomis did all the heavy lifting in, in one and two, and then, uh... Yeah, and four, I guess there was a, some cops in the, the mob that shot Michael Myers a hundred thousand times, but... Yeah, it was also still other civilians. Yeah, maybe they do deserve, like, clown themes. Um, and then also, now that Rachel's dead, the, the teenage focus has kind of changed over to, like, one of her friends. And uh, she's dating, like, a Wish.com version of uh, Fonzie. Or the Fonz, I guess you could say, from Happy Days. Which is cool, I guess. I don't know, is... I. I, did people wear this in the late 80s? Were people just like hanging out pretending to be the fawns? I don't know. Uh and then yeah, the the girl that's dating him is just wearing all denim, which is pretty pretty cool. Uh it's I I feel like visually like clothing wise and stuff. This is the most dated of any of the Halloween movies so far, which is uh, kind of hilarious considering the first one came out in 1978. Um, but yeah, so now I'm gonna go back to the movie so I can see this nightmare Nick Cage fella uh, murder some teenagers. So, oh, and I forgot another big part. Well, maybe not big. Who knows? Who knows in this movie? Uh, dude gets off a bus, he's wearing all black, real real creepy looking fella, even though you don't see his face, you just see his shoes, but it's like, whoa, he's got steel tips on his shoes, and he kicks a puppy, and guess what else he's got? This man in black, he's got the same tattoo as Michael Myers. So, uh, that's, that's something, maybe, uh, who, who knows? I don't know if the writers know, I feel like they're just chucking stuff at the wall in this movie and seeing what, uh, what, what sticks. So, um, yeah. Anyway, now I'm back to the movie. Dollar Store just got, uh, some gardening tools in his head. So, uh, well, he's gone, which is fine, because the one scene he was in, he was a real jerk. So, uh, he will not be missed. Alright, now I'm back to the movie. Alright, so I am an hour in... And uh, at about the 45 minute mark, uh, Jamie got the ability to talk back, so that's good. Uh, she got that ability back uh, because she was super stressed out, because her, the, the friend that is now kind of the focal female uh, of the movie uh, was in the car with what she thought was her Fonzie boyfriend, but it was not it was actually Michael Myers driving the car. Uh so Michael Myers just drove this chick around like all right like <laughs> towards a party um which was kind of funny and then she ended up getting out and then he drove away. Uh so that was just weird. I mean it's like the second, no, third time that Michael's driven in the franchise so far, which is uh always always funny. <laughs> And it was just weird that he didn't immediately kill her. I don't know it was it was odd um and then uh yeah all the the teens are going to a sweet house party at a farm uh where it seems like there's a house and a barn, and nothing else to make it a farm um so that's cool. There's kittens in the barn though, so that was neat uh good touch um and then Michael Myers showed up at the farm. And uh, now he's, he's started to kill people. He's killed, like, uh, Tina's um, two friends in a very Friday the 13th Part 2 method. Uh, he took a pitchfork and stabbed the dude while the, the couple were going at it. And, uh, yeah, it just reminded me of the spear scene in Friday the 13th Part 2, which I assume it was an homage to, even though you know yeah Jason used the spear in part 2 but it was really similar um i mean i guess impaling anybody while they're going at it is uh, going to get comparisons to Friday the 13th part 2 though so who knows i don't even know if that was the first movie to do that but it's always the one that sticks out to me um and then so the the pitchfork that he impaled the dude with did not get the chick so he killed her with a scythe. I got my scythe kill. So, I'm I'm happy and uh the police are at the farm because they were like following her friend uh following the girl Tina who is uh the the new main character besides Jamie. Um the man in black is just creeping around. So, yeah, no clue what's going on with that. And now uh Jamie and her friend are uh they've escaped the home for kids and they are trying to get to the farm to reunite with the the new main uh girl so whole lot of whole lot of stuff's happening um and yeah I I really don't remember how this one ends so I'm interested uh to see what ends up happening So yeah, alright, I will uh, be back after the finale, I guess, because there's only like a half hour left, Um, so I'll just, uh, I mean, well, unless something real crazy happens, I'll just be back uh, after that. Alright. Alright, so I'm an hour and six minutes in and I had to come back because I just saw the weirdest chase uh, in a Halloween movie thus far, so uh, Jamie makes it to the farm uh, where all the teenagers are at, the cops are dead, Michael killed them off-screen, and uh, then Michael Myers literally chases the main characters around the farm in a car. its He's not on foot, he's not running, he's not doing anything. He is chasing them in a car, which is super, super weird. Like, it's just so weird and out of place in a slasher movie, like, what an odd pursuit. I don't know. I I completely forgot about that, and it's just so weird to see it. Like, you know, the, the the whole thing where the killer normally like walks real slow but still catches you. Apparently, Michael Myers does not care about that in this movie. He's just trying to gun you down in a car. Uh, but he's also a really bad driver because he crashed into a tree and the car blew up. So, you know... now he's gonna have to chase you on foot but yeah i don't know i just wanted to like talk about that for a sec because man super weird super weird i don't know that's the first time i've ever seen that so all right back to the movie all right so the movie has concluded and uh you know it was It was a movie. It actually it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as I uh, remembered it being. Um, so basically, uh, after escaping Michael on the farm, uh, they go to I think what's supposed to be like the house from the first movie that like Michael grew up in, but now it's completely different, but whatever. Um, so they kind of Loomis and uh, Jamie go there and so do some cops. And they, like, wait for Michael there. Um, And then Michael shows up and kills the cops and uh, fights Loomis and just wrecks him. Uh, And you think he killed him, actually, because he he beats the crap out of Loomis. Uh, And then he chases Jamie. And that was kind of cool because there's a point where she, like, jumped down a laundry chute uh, to get away from him. And I thought that whole scene was, like, really well done and, like, tense. Which was cool. Um, You also get to see Michael Myers trying to open a laundry chute with a knife, which just doesn't really work, uh, which is great. Um, And then she ends up, like, you know, running all around this house. She ends up going to the attic, and uh, she, like, there's, like, a coffin set up there, and, like, a bunch of the people that Michael had killed uh, throughout the movie. And so Jamie, like, gets into the coffin, and Michael's gonna stab her, and then she's like, Uncle? And then it, like, makes him stop, and he, like, takes his mask off and stuff, and they kind of have a moment, and then he tries to kill her again. Uh, And then, you know, Loomis shows back up and, like, like, traps him... In a net and then shoots him with a tranquilizer gun like four times and then just beats the crap out of him with a two by four. Um which was pretty interesting. It was it was a you know, it was a decision that was made for sure. Uh and so the movie actually doesn't end with them killing Michael. Uh they they capture him and put him in a cell And uh, they're going to transfer him to a facility or prison or whatever. And uh, then the man in black shows up and kills everyone in the uh, police department. And, like, breaks Michael out of prison. Or, like, the hulking cell, uh, I should say. Which was weird. Um, I don't actually know if I've ever sat down and watched Halloween 6 all the way through. So I don't know how much of this carries over into the next movie because I've seen bits and pieces of it for sure, but I actually, I legit don't know if I've ever actually watched the entire thing. Um, So I'm kind of curious to see what ends up happening. Uh, I'm sure I'll be slightly disappointed since it seems like they set stuff up and then just don't follow through, uh, at least between four and five. Because I'm telling you, killer... Uh, Danielle Harris would have been rad. Um, But yeah, so overall, this movie actually wasn't bad. I mean, it's an hour and a half, so, like, I don't know, things move at a pretty decent clip. It doesn't really, like, overstay its welcome. Um, The kills are actually pretty good. Like, the the gore and everything, as I thought it would be, is uh, handled really well. Um, I mean, the... The lore is starting to get really weird and convoluted, but uh, when it's just Michael doing his thing, it's it's not bad. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the quality is declining, um, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna like decline pretty sharply for a while from here on out. Because uh, yeah, I don't really um, remember uh, Halloween Six, but. I remember H2O being okay, uh, and then Resurrection is very bad. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, also, I think for the next movie, so I have like the big uh, Scream Factory Blu-ray box set of like all of the movies, and so I actually have two versions of Halloween Six. I have the theatrical re- uh, theatrical cut. And then, like, the uh, producer's cut. And so what I might do is I might do a normal episode on the theatrical cut and then do, like, a mini-episode on the producer's cut and just talk about, like, the differences. Um, I say a mini-episode, but, like, if it is, like, really like, uh, different, it might end up being, like, a longer thing, but, like, that's the plan that I have for, like, the Rob Zombie, uh, Halloween movies, because, like, I have the unrated cut, and I have the theatrical cut, because I actually tracked down, uh, the theatrical cut on, like, a Canadian Blu-ray double pack, uh, that you can get at the Rob Zombie, uh, Halloween movies, just because I actually like the theatrical cut of those movies better than the unrated cut, because um, they change like at least the I don't remember the differences for the second movie, but for the first Rob Zombie Halloween, it like changes how uh, Michael Myers gets out of prison and stuff. Um, so I actually yeah I, I like the theatrical version more. So anyway, a rant. Aside, uh, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do for the the next one. I think I'm going to do the main episode on the theatrical, and then I'll just do a mini-sode on the uh, um, differences between that and the uh, director's cut. So, yeah. Anyway, um, in case you were wondering, you know, in case you want to watch these movies, I would say, the Halloween 5, not... Like the best, but also I, w- I would say watch it, I wouldn't say it's like a skip um at least not yeah yeah i I don't think I'd skip this one it was uh it was pretty interesting it it's building lore, and uh it's it's definitely like i don't know i I feel like Halloween four and five, and then potentially six are literally like it's the same deal with like friday the 13th four five and six where it's like there's a new protagonist that carries through the movies uh i don't know it's interesting they the friday the 13th and halloween movies are starting to mirror each other a lot more than i expected which uh yeah that's interesting for me um just cuz yeah I'm I'm a lot more familiar with the Friday the 13th movies. I've seen those way more than the Halloween ones. Like I said, I haven't necessarily seen Halloween 6 all the way through. So yeah, um but yeah, no, Halloween 5 was fine. Uh it was better than I expected. The the special effects were good. You know, there is some really weird stuff, uh but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh it's just, you know, out of character, I feel like for Michael Myers for some of this, um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, so far, this this franchise isn't like god awful, but like I said, I know Halloween Resurrection is not a great movie. Um, I mean, it's no Veronica, but it's it's definitely not as good as like Halloween. That's for dang sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to add. I uh, hope you guys are having a good. Uh, day uh, or or night or morning or, you know, whatever, however this finds you. Hope you're having a good one and uh, hope you guys are watching some horror movies in the meantime and, uh, you know, yeah, I hope you're just uh, living life and having fun and all that good stuff because I'm trying to, despite the summer heat driving me insane I need to live in like Alaska or something. I need I need or Norway. I need like the, the highest temperature to be like sixty-five Fahrenheit, not Celsius. <laughs> uh because yeah, heat sucks, man. I'm not into it. I don't like this hot weather, this summer crap. Ugh. I just want fall and winter year round. That's what I want. Anyway. <laughs> Well, uh, until next time, talk to you guys soon.